How this, bad is the movie? Is it this, Marcus procrastinates <laughs> and watches every other movie bad, or is it like it wasn't bad? I'm waiting for him to make his other point where he's just like, "Oh yeah," because this kind of feels like Lord of the Rings. Because oh yeah, I watched that too. You may fire when ready. What exactly is it that they do? Kick names. Welcome to the podcast that gives you a fresh perspective on movies, comics, and pop culture. We aren't afraid to give you an honest take and won't pull any punches. This is Films in Black and White. Welcome to Films in Black and White, everybody. Is a thrill to be with you. I didn't even know what that was. <laughs> I just wanted to see if people, if y'all were just gonna let it slide and just be I, like, yeah, let's let that everybody. I don't know what that was. I was going for a shark in the water, and then midway realized that sharks don't necessarily make yeah, a sound. A lot they of ocean creatures out. don't make noise. No, they minus don't. whales. I'd be terrified to hear. Yo, if I ever heard a whale in like real life, I feel like it would freak me the fuck out. Yeah, yeah, it freaked me out. Too. Yeah. Not sure that's a game I'd want to play. No. Um, no but we but we are thrilled to be with you all. I don't know if any of you caught this before the live stream started, but these two, like <laughs> like like two New Zealand rugby players were just screaming the phrase let's pod like at each other. <laughs> like, and they were they were amped. So yes. I'm gonna kick it on down to the yeah. Bry. Uh, to uh the Bry, Brian. Yeah, the bri- how are you doing, sir? Uh, I'm doing great. Fun fact about me, I hate being called Bry, but because Doug does have to read our little like video caption for who's talking. So if you sign up for the Patreon, you can see what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. We get to enter our own name, and I knew Doug would have to read I the Bry, like Bri. the Meg, and it was totally worth it. Okay. It was totally worth it. I yeah. love it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm glad to be here. I, I've been looking forward to this. It's been a busy day for me. So this is like one of the first times I get to slow down yeah. and like like talk about stuff I want to talk about. So I'm very happy to be here. That's the key differentiator. Stuff I want to talk yeah, about. Yeah, that always makes it easier. You've been told you to talk about stuff, but just <laughs> yeah. not stuff you want to yeah. talk I've about. Been, yeah. I've been forced to have opinions about documents, about what type of stone to put in our yard, where the sprinkler should go. Now it's time to talk about the important stuff, folks. Like, like this 2018 movie. shark movie starring Jason Statham. We're getting down and dirty <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. This, these are the decisions that matter. So I'm glad exactly. that we, you get that it. You get it. What are you, Doug? Um, yeah, I'm dude. doing quite well. Um, Brian, I am also busy. Um, yeah. I was telling Marcus before we started uh, recording that, like, I feel like my weeks are either like crazy busy or very sure. slow. I'm yeah. like in this like weird roller coaster. So, um, but it's been good. I'm trying to like right before. Like right before a roller coaster goes, I'm trying to like brace myself because mm-hmm. we're going out of town for the Fourth of July, oh. and then I come back and I'm here for like four days, and then yep. I go to Orlando for a week for a conference. And oh then I come wow! Back and I'm here for three days, then I go to Damn. cabin. We like I'm just busy. Like I've got a lot of Jeez. stuff. Oh, was it almost cabin stuff. time? 
it is almost cabin season, wow. ladies and gentlemen. So, okay, okay. Um, but yeah, so that's that's what I have going. So I'm kind of all over the place, but it was a good weekend. Uh, we were able to get outside. We got a lot of good work done around the house. So wow. it was a great weekend. But I also want to kick it on over to Jaws, except it's a black shark, yeah. a.k.a. Marcus J. Destin. Yeah, Marcus, that. how are you feeling? Wish Pevin, wish Pevin, wish Pevin. Uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm feeling good. Uh, I'm here. Today was kind of a busy day. It's one of those weird... If you work in higher ed, I was telling Doug, man, my mm. new job and new position is a right on. having to create programming is completely different than being the one who usually mm-hmm. comes in to fuck up programming. As a student, <laughs> I was the one that would come in and say, "Why don't we make this bigger and do this?" And now yep. being the one on the other end of like, mm-hmm. you have to create some base programming. And I'm like, <laughs> how do you not duplicate yeah. what somebody else is doing? It's a whole thing. A million dollar question. Yep. That's well, nobody's here because that's the, the biggest thing about our campus in our city is like when the students aren't here, nobody's really here. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's like sure. it's just you versus you. But I'm feeling good. I'm I'm really excited because Brian is standing up, and I am. He's standing am. up and potting, and and this gets me excited. That means he's not here to play no games. <laughs> it does. Well, it means he's ready to get after it. I. It's also it's also a mic thing because I was on a call today and I heard my own audio and I was like I sound a little bit better and not like super in your face when I'm sitting down just because of the way my mic is so I'm okay. trying it out I'm gonna we're gonna see how it sounds with the it end product great. it but does like, sound great yeah yeah like right now I'm just gonna I'm gonna try this format see yeah. how it goes yeah. um, because there was an episode a while back where like. I'm pretty sure like I blew out some people's speakers if they were listening in a car. I think it was about Seekers of Dumbledore or something. I'm like, I'm so sorry. That's all right. That'll be okay. You know what? Sometimes you need to shout things at folks, especially if you feel strongly about (laughs) them. Especially when the movie is bad. Also, I do want to say at the beginning of the pod, I want to try something a little bit different. For sure. Follow us on all of our socials for okay? sure make sure that you follow us at films in black and white on tiktok that's my yeah. personal favorite okay <laughs> um, follow us at films in black and white on instagram and follow us at what is the twitter uh, uh films and uh, b underscore w yes yep. film, thank you and make sure you follow us on that too as well you never know what you're going to get lots of good reels lots of good tiktoks we're really getting yeah. down to a good system here yeah um, and then don't forget mm-hmm. to join our patty family watch every episode live before it drops yes sign up for the patreon at patreon.com slash films in black and white Marcus, also perfection I, you did i great. just want to add here that uh if you join the patty family you could have made a difference in choosing what that's we true. watched very possible we wouldn't have been talking about the Meg tonight. So very that's possible. another thing. I didn't mean to get in your way of no. uh, complimenting no, Marcus, no, 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 which was that was a great poll, Marcus. But I want to make sure I slide that in there. You could have changed the outcome of this if you just mm-hmm. want to join the Patreon. Think we could have been that. watching Stealth, we but instead yeah, we watched I, the Meg. I, I own it. Because I, you I mean, didn't just join the Patreon. God. Right. <laughs> if you would just join the Patreon, we can all watch <laughs> Stealth and move on with it. Um, <laughs> But one of the, one of the other perks of being uh, one of the other perks that is a part of being the part of the Patty family is you get to submit quotes for us to guess. So, That's ladies and gentlemen, or just gentlemen, right. it Let's is it. time to Ooh, play whatever. catch that quotable catch that quotable yes that's i mean you know i wish you would do all of our well, i wish you'd do all of our <laughs> intro music because it's just it's another level we don't um, need a soundboard we, we do know. um but gentlemen this is the soundboard 
are I'm you? Point, I'm pointing at my throat for those that <laughs> those <laughs> those here with here. us for the audio experience. I'm pointing these, <laughs> these pipes give us everything we need. Um, gentlemen, are you ready for this week's quote? For I, I'm incredibly ready. Okay. All right, here we go. I know now why you cry, but it's something I can never do. Mm. I, <laughs> I saw the like Brian and I made eye contact, and he just looked at me like this, like. No, man, not me. Not today. <laughs> okay. Real, got real romantic in here for us. It did. I know now why you cry, but it's something I can never do. Okay. All right. So is this a serious movie, right? It's Obviously. gotta be, right? I would assume. Gotta be serious. Um, I like how this segment has gone from us versus each other to us <laughs> trying to figure this shit out Working together. On the same yeah. team. Yes. Um, I don't know I, who. Okay. okay, it could be a joke. It could, could be, be. It could be. It could be. It could be sarcastic. As somebody okay. who doesn't yeah. feel, I can um, see like an Adam Sandler dry reading yeah, of this yeah. being sarcastic, but I also feel like me being like the sci-fi geek I am, I really feel like there could be a robot involved, and it's maybe Ooh. super literal. Yeah. Oh. Um. Okay. I don't know. That's where I'm my gonna, head's at. I'm going to throw one out there because it's it's random and it popped into my head. And so All I'm right. going to chunk it down the field. I think that this is the Robin Williams movie Toys from the 1980s, if you've oh, ever seen wow. it. Wow. I used That's to watch a that a pool. lot as a kid. That's Boom. a pool. I literally just kicked it down the field because I had Oh, my gosh. No well, if you're going that route, then I'm going to go Bicentennial Man by Robin with Robin Williams. Just going to guess Robin Williams. Just Robin Williams. Let's just say okay. fuck it. Let's just add no, this motherfucker I'm going to be out. combo breaker here. No, oh, I, I'm, I'm, I can't. Also, I can't think of another Robin Williams like robot movie. And I Good know Will it's hunting. not. Good Goodwill Hunting. You could do, what is it, 24-hour no. photo? You could do that. <laughs> Yo, that photo movie is, is crazy. Movie. Uh, photo is terrifying. that was the first movie it's... I seen him in that was like serious. Oh my gosh! Uh, that's yeah, that's an amazing, shit. amazing movie. Okay, I'm I'm gonna say AI with Haley Joel Osment. That's oh. my that's my serious guess. My jokey guess is Goodwill Hunting. Let's do it. Oh, guys, we did not get this. Of course, okay. no, how, no, bad. how bad? How bad? Um, let's just say that. We maybe shouldn't have a movie podcast. Anymore. Oh no! Oh, um, gentlemen, this is from Terminator Two. Oh, I and it is said by the Terminator, and it said, "I know why you cry, but it's something I can never do." That is just that is. It is Brian was right though. It is a literal <laughs> robot. It's, it's a robot like and a literal sci-fi movie. movie. Yeah, even Brian was right on the trail. I think we threw him wow. off with Bicentennial Man. I... I used to rewatch this movie every weekend because it aired on Fox. Like, yes, they, didn't they played the it all, games. all the time. And I, I can't tell you how many times I've watched like the PG version of this movie. I actually probably should go back and watch the original cut now that we're having this conversation because I don't think I've ever seen it. I've only yeah. seen it on TV. Yeah, you should definitely watch that. That was directed by James Cameron, right? It sure uh, was. It was. Yeah. it was. It was. It was. He it had was. a quote. I never knew if it was a real quote, but not to get political, but he talked about why he made the Terminator a, a cop. And it Tell me was more. because of some, it was a, it was a quote that he said about, it was something about cops. And I, it was, okay. I saw it on Facebook yesterday and I couldn't, I, I couldn't shake it. Cause I was like, man, if that's true, people have been having issues with police for a long time. Man. And and it's like, I don't know. Yeah. I, 
it has nothing it, to do with anything. This I is true. That it, is true. According yeah. to Snopes, that oh, it is true. Is a relatively I trust them. Uh, yeah, they update stuff. But yeah, uh, let's see here. James Cameron. The quote is: "Cops think of all non-cops as less than they are. They're stupid, weak, and evil. They dehumanize the people they are sworn to protect and desensitize themselves in order to do that job." God dang. Okay, so so if you (laughs) that is a genuine quote. If you combine this with what I've been, so I've recently been watching We Own This City on HBO Max, which is a fantastic like mini HBO miniseries, and that quote makes a hundred percent sense because that is literally what this show is about. Um, it's set in Baltimore, so yeah, that's that's a good quote. This has been eye opening, and and it fits. Yeah, and and Roman. You keep submitting the quotes, we'll keep getting them wrong. That's just I, how this we works. Have a separate point board for Roman. I think yeah, we, we do need to create a, like, Roman, a Marcus. Yeah. It, I can do it. I a Marcus, it. a Doug, a Brian, <laughs> then versus Roman. And right I'm just, now, I'm just going to bunch like, all three of us together versus Roman. Yeah, and we're we got to have a team team attack next time. Yeah, like yeah. we we're thinking about this the wrong. Roman is kicking our ass. Like yeah, we got to get our act together. Stopped. Six months in, and yeah. also Chris Schultz hasn't stopped kicking our ass either. It's just we yeah. picked the quote from Roman this week. So shout yeah. out to members of the Patty family for submitting quotes. Those were yes, fantastic. Keeping um, us on our toes. Absolutely. Um, we are going to get into the Meg, but Brian, you would like to speak to the comic book creators of the world for just a moment. And so I'm going to turn this over to you, sir. What do you got? Thank you. Put him on the stage. Put him on the center stage. Uh, I'm going to call this, uh, it's not grind my gears. It's going to be called the bombastic Brian segment. And, uh, tonight I'm, or whenever you're listening to this, I'm bombastic about, uh, comic book numbering. So, for decades, right, we've had comic books come out and you got numbers on them and it's it's fine and it's great and you can line them up. That's fine. But say you're someone like me and you just want to read one story, like just one complete story with a beginning, middle and an end. Yep. And I'm not talking about like, hey, read Captain America. But then like, you know, oh, thank you. There is a ticker line underneath Again, my thank some, you. This, this is, is great. production quality. It, the, this is the production quality you can expect for uh, our Patreon members here. Uh, and uh, say basically the way they make comics. I'm going to just I'm going to use Star Wars as an example. It's what I'm most knowledgeable about. If Star Wars was a yeah. comic as they released them today, the same philosophy, it would be like a new hope. And you'd only get the part where Darth Vader boards the Corvette to capture Leia. The next comic would then be like Adventures of the Star Destroyer. And it's just about the Star Destroyer people. And you're like, I don't understand how this relates. Next issue goes back to Tatooine, our main storyline. And then it's like the next issue after that still numbered by the way number three but it's only about c-3po and like the the dreams he has as a droid like anyway it takes them a hundred issues to tell a 40 issue story and then when you're trying to find the concise story they make it super hard anyway just comic book companies get it together you know people are interested in comics from the movies you've got to find a way to make this accessible i'm shocked there isn't an easy way to read the Thor God butcher story. Like I'm shocked. You don't have something pinned on your Twitter or something like, it's just bizarre to me. That is all. Thank you for letting me have this time. Just make it more simple numbering or have an easier way for people to access this material. You know, people are interested. That is all. What, what also shocks me is that, and, and (sighs) maybe I need to do a deep dive into their Twitter. But what shocks me is that like, you're not leveraging the Marvel unlimited app 
to make it super easy. Yeah. Like I could go into and Brian, the Marvel Unlimited app is great because you can go in and you can type in Thor the God Butcher and you can look it up and it'll tell you the number and everything. And if you subscribe to it, you can read it. Yes. And it's right there. But if you're like us and you like to have a physical copy of some of these things because it's fun to read through them. And I'm absolutely in that camp. Yeah, you're right. It's literally maddening. Like I was looking at the releasing the dark, like dark crisis, which is a new Justice League storyline. And it's like, if you want to follow through, you got to read (sighs) Justice League Dark Crisis number one. Then you got to read Superboy number four. (laughs) Then you got it's like, fuck (laughs) off. Like, I don't have time to keep track of what number it is. It's it's insane. It's insane to keep track of all these numbers. Like, and I get it. It's a marketing thing. They did it with the Marvel Civil War, which was like my first big crossover event Mm -hmm. that I could actually read. And I get it. You want to sell more comics, but like, yeah, there's got to be a better way and an easier way. Because like, I'm reading Spider Island uh, with my son Liam, and like, he's five, and like, I get these comics are not made for him. But I'm 36 and I flip the page and I'm reading the same part of the same story, but it's from a different perspective. But like Mm -hmm. nobody says anything. It's like, this is a collected edition. How is this still hard? Like, how is this still (laughs) happening? Like, anyway, this is a very, very small niche problem that is probably only affecting (laughs) us. But like, there's got to be an easier way to do this. Do you think it's they're being stubborn or what do you think it is that they have not adjusted yet? I have, I have a theory and I don't know what's if it relates theory? to this at yeah, all. I don't have any theory. So what you got? Well, maybe, maybe it doesn't, re- it doesn't necessarily relate to the comic book thing, but there's something about going back to what Doug said about, they don't market Marvel unlimited. Right. I feel like Apple, which is a big contributor yeah. to Disney and, you know, Disney and stuff, right. They do this a lot where they don't promote the thing that they're supposed to. They were supposed to be number one in um music app, right? Oh, they were yeah. the first. Oh, yeah. But yeah. they have not gotten a system down of releasing new music. Spotify is my right. go-to now because they never figured out their yeah. music app or their podcasting app. Yeah. So I don't know if it's an yeah. Apple thing as far as you've got so much shit out there that you right. don't know how to promote or connect the dots to, or they just forget. So, like, what do y'all think yeah. it is? I I, I so like the radical collectivist in me is like it's all about capitalism and they just want to make money like which maybe i don't know maybe yeah, probably i think the other part is like i i, I do think it's like meant well of like you you want a crossover event here it is mm-hmm. i just like the idea that like if you're online and you're trying to buy the one story the, the idea that it's like I had to ask two people, including Doug, and then I had to do my own research and then find <laughs> it on Amazon. That's not accessible. And I'm like, yeah. I'm well versed in comics. Imagine like my 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 son Liam's going to grow up. Maybe he'll read comics. But like if he's trying to get into it, that barrier of entry is huge. So yeah. like yeah. Marvel Unlimited is good for that. Like I, I used to have a subscription. I, I dropped it for reasons uh, like it was just another subscription at that point. Yep. Um, but like to make it more accessible to people, I just, fe- I just have to imagine there's gotta be an easier way. Like, yeah. cause I'm the only reason I'm reading God butchers. Cause Doug, Doug said it was a good story it's and the movie's story. coming out and I like having the physical edition. So I was like, this sounds like a, a safe bet. So yeah. the short answer Marcus is I, I do think it comes from a good place and I do think it's trying to make more money, but 
And I'm sure the reason why they do the numbers now is because I think it's trying to, I think it probably is the reason why that like comics have gotten better over time because in the eighties they had a hard time like selling them like comic book numbers were down Mm -hmm. and that's because they would just be these stretches of storylines. It's like, do you want to read 30 (laughs) issues to follow Spider-Man around? But nothing big ever happens mm-hmm. and now what they've i feel like they've done a good job is they have these like big events that take place in the comics and they're like but we we don't want to interrupt spider-man but we want right. to show that spider-man participated in you oh, know yeah x-men yeah. versus the avengers like we mm-hmm. need to show that that was yeah. a thing so we're gonna introduce it and that's why the numbers are going to be weird but right they're gonna so i feel like it's trying to they're trying to have the best of both worlds mm-hmm. um, yeah which is which is tough to balance so i get it but it's you're right it's frustrating and Mar- brian to your point about the unlimited app it seems yeah. just from like looking at their twitter the unlimited app is more for people who are like already reading comics than it is necessarily right. for like people who are yeah it's already for people who read comics rather than trying to get new people into it because it's right. very much like new this week, Dr. Strange number one, but it's yes. the Clea strange arc of it. So you're like, Ooh. this is Dr. Strange number one. So it's right. hard to like, it's hard to track. If I were like brand new and didn't have any knowledge, I'd be like, I don't know why I'm seeing a woman, <laughs> Dr. Strange right. Right. problems with it, but someone helped me understand this. Right. So I feel like it's very much like it's for comic book readers. It's not necessarily for new well, audiences, which is I think a missed opportunity in my opinion. I and this is the last thing I'll say because I could talk about this all night. But like I think of my <laughs> nieces, like I think yeah. of my nieces and my nephews. Like obviously my sons, but like they're gonna have me. I will have this conversation with them, right? Mm-hmm. Like if if they're ever interested. But like I think of my nephews and my nieces who like who watch the MCU movies like on repeat. They've probably mm-hmm. seen them more than me. But like I talked to them about getting into comics. I'm like, eh, I don't know like where to start. And like I tried yeah. once and it was weird. And like then it stopped and it was a different story. And I just think like, man, like there's such a wonderful world of good storytelling out there, but there's this barrier. And unless you have like like hopefully your comic book store has like a good person to have this conversation right. with, right? Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. that's a lost opportunity and also a possible lost sale if you're looking at it from that. But like right. Yeah. For us, who these stories mean so much, it's like that's a shame. Like, yeah, how can we make this easier? Anyway, that's yeah. yeah. Thank you for giving me space to speak on that. I have one more it. question, real quick. Yeah. Do y'all think that these MCU movies are have a? Do you think they have a goal of also increasing comic book readers, or do you do you see a correlation? I mean, obviously, one would go up because if you're watch if you watch a movie. Nine times out of ten, you want to go, you know, read the comic book or read the right. story to see how close it is, right? That happens often. Yeah. But do you think that there is a goal in mind when they create these movies to introduce people? Because then you see these new iterations of comics where the characters are designed closer to the MCU versions, like storyline. Um, but do you think that there's a correlation or that that's something that they want? Or is this just it happens by happenstance or that's just an accident? I think Mm. that it's probably, I think that they are, I don't think it's the, to answer your question directly, I don't think it's the goal of to increase readers. I think it's a, if people want to, they Mm want to make the jump easy. Right. 
So like yeah. if you want to follow Captain America, you can jump over into Captain America and you can see that it looks very similar to the way in which like Chris Evans is drawn. So like you can yeah. see that a yeah. little bit that end. I think, you know, it'd be really interesting to like talk to Stephanie actually a little bit about it and say like, what was yeah. your experience like writing? Because yeah. we have questions about like that angle of things mm -hmm. as well. But I think it's, I don't think it's the intention. I do think it's a, right. it's a hopeful result. I will say that I think I heard something somewhere that Kevin Feig doesn't just own Kevin Feige doesn't just own um, doesn't just run Marvel Studios. He runs Marvel Publishing too. Yeah, he so has he a character is, in the comic books, and I know that they have their six one six. And yeah, I, I I did hear that as well. It's just always it's just interesting to me that Marvel the MCU is created where you could just watch the MCU stuff right. without knowing any comic book. Mm -hmm. Without reading a single comic book, anybody yeah. that comes up from Iron Man 1, any kid, whatever, yeah. let's say they want to go back and start this adventure. They could watch that whole thing with no context to the comic book, yep. and that would be there. So, for example, yep. me, and I won't make this yep. Me, my first introduction to Batman, I think, may have been Batman with George Clooney. Okay. Because that came out around the time that, so, Batman and Robin. Uh-huh. My only background knowledge when I would explain to my friends was what I saw in the movie and without any oh, background sure. context to what I yeah. like. I didn't read a comic book back then. Right. So there's a lot of people like that that just know the MCU. You don't have to read yep. a comic book. And sometimes, you know, when they're selling stuff like, oh, yeah, this is the Hawkeye and this is, you know, this is the new Hawkeye yeah. kids children's book. I see that happen a lot yeah. when they put out a series, then they put out yes. a kids version of a, like a yes. book or whatever. Yeah. But I just think it's interesting that they don't more they don't push that comic book side of sales and yeah, things oh, sure yeah well and yeah. you'd think for like a company like disney it'd be all synergistic right like right. that's they want everything to cross pollinate right. so you can't do one without the other and and maybe like maybe i, I you know and i've heard this before like comics isn't necessarily where they're making the big bucks right uh -uh. so like why would you give that the attention at the same time though it's also like this is your source material. Like mm -hmm, this is, mm -hmm. if you want more movies, you got to like churn mm -hmm. out these, these, these stories sure. from the yeah. creators. Yeah. Right. Um, so to me, it seems symbiotic, but I'm sure to some, like the executives who make this decision, it's like, yeah, it's nice if you buy the graphic novel of God butcher, but like, we care more that you went and saw the movie you went and saw the movie. Right. Or you have the Disney plus subscription, right. To watch right. it in a few months. Right. 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 Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. I appreciate that discussion, Brian. That was a yeah, that was, was great, Brian. Fun. That was good oh, shucks. Down, well, so. thank you for well, thank you for humoring bombastic. me. Yeah, way to get bombastic. It was bombastic. I was a bomb. I was. I was. Uh, I. This is brought to you by me trying to buy a comic and also reading <laughs> comics with my son this weekend. That's fantastic. Love now, Marcus, uh, you uh, went down a movie rabbit hole this yes, weekend, and I'd love for you to tell us what you watched and what you thought. But I'm also kind of curious because you shared with us what you watched. Yeah. So I have some yes. follow up questions about the like stream of consciousness that you had as you were <laughs> yeah, watching. Yeah, I need to know more. <laughs> yeah. So I, as the listeners may know, hey, the faithful listeners, how y'all doing? Um, <laughs> I go down these rabbit holes and, and these rabbit holes can consist of one of two things. It'll be either I want to rewatch an entire franchise or trilogy or something because I right. haven't seen it in a while. And maybe I understand something a little bit better or like I'm older now and I want to rewatch something cause I have a different understanding of it. Right. So Yo. I'll do that or I'll just rewatch it cause I like it or just see how stupid it is. The other one is 
sometimes I end up in these rabbit holes of just feelings. So it'll be, <laughs> I want to watch these movies that give me a certain feeling. Um, yeah. Because as y'all know, sometimes the movies are, um, the, these movies are my blanket um, because yeah. I have a, I, I have this fear of watching these new stuff because I'm afraid of like, oh, what if I want, like, what if I like it? And what if I watch it and I like it and then I rewatch it and I hate it because yeah. movies just give yep. me that kind of feeling. So it's like these cult classics or, you know, these yeah. black ass, wild ass movies are my favorite, for example, Wild Wild West. So I, um, <laughs> so. <laughs> uh, so I started off with randomly, oh, I read an article by okay. Wesley Snipes. And he was being interviewed for comicbook.com and they were asking him about, they were asking all these different questions about Blade. Yes. And has Marvel reached out to him and all this other stuff. Right. So that got me in a mood. I sent the article to the guys yep. and then I yeah. said, this makes me want to watch Blade. So I started watching Blade. Um, started off <laughs> watching Blade. Somehow Blade sent me into the movie Collateral with uh, Danny oh. Fox and Tom Cruise, a gray-haired Tom Cruise. <sighs> because I was like, man, black actors. And and then I started okay, thinking sure. how talented Wesley Snipes was, right? And then that immediately mm-hmm. put me into this mindset of Jamie Foxx is really underrated. Those were the so, very, so for yeah, me, very true. I felt like Blade was like it's still an underrated movie because I was explaining yeah. to my brother on the phone. I was like, no, you know, Blade like saved the MCU, right? Like they really saved Marvel, mm-hmm. and without that, there would be no New MCU, right? Because it was a hit. Yep. The, the movie for those that don't know, Blade was a hit. It was a smash mm-hmm. hit, right? They were struggling oh, yeah. for a long time, and it set them up to be. Able able to do the kind of the things that they are now it's a ripple effect so i was explaining to my brother he was like really i was like yeah man and then that made me think about i was like man jamie fox has not played a superhero yet true and you know he played a villain he you know you think of spider-man but then i was like man it made me think of jamie fox so then i started watching collateral because i've also been on my tom cruise kick you have yeah, been on cruise kick that scratched it. two itches because i was like man what if collateral ain't as good, good as i thought it was you have a gray-haired tom cruise he's an assassin yep. driving around the cabbie great movie right so then yes. that sent me down Batman and Robin. I also started watching Batman and Robin. <laughs> I you're gonna wait a minute. This. No, 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 no. I need to break your train of thought. You went from collateral <laughs> to Batman and Robin. Can you just talk to us about like what decisions were made there? I'm okay. very curious. So here's my here was my thought process. Okay. Because okay, actually, before I got there, I squeezed in two other movies, right? So did you I really? watch I did. I watched Collateral. And then I watched The Mummy and then The Mummy Returns. And it reminded me how good. Okay. <laughs> how did you get there? Oh, great movie. I love those movies. I'm not but, mad. I'm not you, mad. No, no, no. You know what? I can explain this one. Jamie okay. Foxx Jamie Fox and Brendan Fraser give me the same feeling. Those are two guys that yeah. stay out of the okay. way. They make a movie like anything that they were in back then. I would watch. You're talking about George yes. of the Jungle. Like yes. it's, it's, it's the most simplistic feeling, but it was like these guys knew how to like. If if it was on the screen, I would I, I like it. I'm gonna watch it. Yeah. Right. So yeah. I watched the Mummy, and I can't watch the Mummy without watching the Mummy Returns because it still baffles me how they made a sequel that was almost better than the first. It, it's it was yeah, good. I agree. It's it's pretty nuts. So then that sent me then to um, what was the next movie that I said I watched. <laughs> then i watched batman and robin because i was like um george clooney was yeah. also very interesting to me and i wanted yeah. to rewatch to see if he was as bad as a batman that i remembered because was i was looking at brendan fraser as okay. a lead and i said man brendan fraser really 
they didn't force the relationship that he no. was in. They didn't mm-hmm. force his heroics. They didn't. He was a handsome guy who yeah. also played the role perfectly. Yes. And then I started thinking, well, what the fuck went wrong with George? Like George Clooney was the guy. Yeah. Oh, he was. He was. Yeah, he was red hot. George Clooney, Chris O'Donnell was like a perfect Robin. You know, when it yeah. comes to the look and the attitude that he was giving off. Yeah. And. I started thinking about Uma Thurman and I started thinking about goddamn uh, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. And I yep. was like, I should rewatch this just to kind of see why did I love this movie so much? Like this was one oh. I had on VHS. It's so, campy, oh my it's gosh, so many good feelings from fun. it. I'm and, with you, man. And it's campy and it's so fucking campy and I just oh, enjoyed yeah. So I watched that movie and it was really super duper campy. And then that sent me into, what was, I think that was it. Then I started watching Spiderhead and um mm. and the that man from Toronto. Yeah, a very big left turn. I, so I, I was on Netflix and I was looking to see were there any other classic movies that I could watch. Sure. I almost started watching the Amazing Spider-Man one because that's on Netflix. Yeah. And I was like, man, I'm not really that one's it takes a lot for me to watch it because it, yeah. it, it does it in the first movie, they have to explain a lot of context to you about Peter Parker. Yeah, before he yeah. gets into Spider Man. Yeah, yeah, they wait a while in that one, which yeah. is fine. It's just not on a rewatch. It's not. It's yeah. not my. It's not my. Go- I would rather go Amazing Spider Man Two, where he's already adjusted. Is Spider Man? You don't have to explain as much. Perfect. Yeah. yeah, and there's so much in that movie. It's yeah. a lot. But then, so then I just you know I watched the Batman. I watched Blade, and I was like, man, this movie Blade was really good. I did watch Blade Two as well because you can't watch Blade One without watching Blade Two because. It was me finding out it was directed by Guillermo del Toro. It was just like I was I don't know. What you is absolutely. that you didn't watch Blade Trinity? I I, I saw Blade Trinity That's about three months line. ago. I watched oh. it three months ago. And so <laughs> I like that. Movie. I did watch it and I did figure out it wasn't as bad as it's not as bad. What's bad is how stubborn uh Wesley Snipes is because yes. there was like a scene where they had to CGI his eyes because he wouldn't open his eyes like <laughs> because he was like so pissed off at the director Doug it's a whole also thing. notoriously hates this movie I'm pretty he sure does hate, he do does hate yes movie. I do not care for he this does movie this <laughs> and what was, oh Brian what was the other movie oh yeah Batman and Robin Doug also does not like Batman and Robin okay I, I, hold on Doug go ahead if someone was like hey You've got to check this out. We're going to watch Batman and Robin. I'm going to be like, I need to leave now. <laughs> but if somebody were to say, hey, you want to kind of like, hey, you know, like I might sit down and watch Batman and Robin and I will pause it to, to cackle at some of the people <laughs> like every time that Arnold makes his goddamn ice pun. Oh, I, will, I will more than likely pause it and like cackle or every time Bane, like some weird twisted version. Oh, that's right. Once yeah, some weird version of a Pokemon can only say Bane. his name. Like, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. I'm going to, I'm, those are the moments where I'm like, I cackle Company. at it. So if we, if we're, if we're saying like, Oh man, do you like it? Or do you hate it? I'll watch it. I'm just not going to watch it for the same reasons that someone who likes it is going to watch it. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. And that, and that plot line, just yeah. not to get down too far, rabbit hole, we still got to make the talk about that plot line is so funny to me because it's Alfred is dying. So do you know what it's Alfred does? Divine. Do you remember? What? Alfred is dying. Remember that. Alfred is dying. Yes. In Batman and Robin. He has McGregor syndrome stage one. And what the spoiler alert, if you haven't seen Batman and Robin. No, also, no spoiler alert. Also, if you're, worried, you can, movie. If you're I mean, worried you can get McGregor syndrome, you, you can't. Can. They literally can. made it up. So he has McGregor syndrome. <laughs> Alfred is preparing himself for death, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> Here's So as he's preparing himself for death, he's been sick. 
and nobody really notices until the umpteenth hour of the goddamn movie. And he says, Bruce comes around the corner. He's like, no, Alfred's not done. Alfred's not sick. He's dying. And so what (laughs) what Alfred does is he tells they change the whole story of Barbara Gordon. Barbara Gordon is yeah. no longer Commissioner Gordon's daughter. It's Alfred's niece. Yep. So he tells his niece, you need to go find your my brother, Wilfred. Okay? Mm-hmm. And give him this information I put on the disc, which is all about Batman and Robin, and tell him he's got to pick up my duties when I die. Yep. So Alfred is dying. He sends his brother <laughs> he sends a message to his brother to come in and <laughs> And take up his responsibility as the new Batman and Robin's, you know, aide, right? And it comes to find out that, um, you know, uh, Mr. Freeze, he's a scientist who had already figured out stage one of McGregor. He already figured out a cure for stage one right. of syndrome, but never for his wife, who also has the right. same thing, but deeper right. stages. So Alfred ends up living. And yeah, so there's that. And also, if you're curious, like, oh, man, how does he get this message to Barbara when she figures out where the Batcave is? Yeah. This dying person had yeah. enough time on his schedule and enough technological know-how <laughs> to record a video recording that. of himself Don't to give her that. messages. It was and, not a, it was not a video so recording. so much foresight into oh the conversation she, he would have with her in the, in the Batcave that they can actually have a back and forth. This is it's why you need to watch it. No, no, no. This seen. is why you need wow. to watch it. You know what he had in his head? It was an AI. He uploaded his brain to an AI system in the back computer. So it was. Is this your your head cannon? No, no. That's what he said. He said he what? uploaded he uploaded his brain into a um. Then why does his brother have AI. to come and take over? Like because if it was just on a computer. <laughs> you need somebody physically there. You can't listen. Let's not do this right this now. This is the come most on. convoluted way to get Alicia's. <laughs> Silverstone in a Batman movie. Which like, and also, funny Coolio about shows her, up. Coolio is in there in the biker scene, which is cool. That's uh, right. But I do remember Alicia that. Silverstone, when she becomes Bat, she calls herself Batgirl. Batwoman yeah. says, "That's not very PC." What about Batwoman or or Batperson? Yeah. Which I thought was hilarious back then. It's very funny. her costume for being Batwoman oh. is a mask oh. and a fake ass mole. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever noticed, but if you ever go to rewatch, she drew on a mole while she's Batwoman. And yeah, so me- that's interesting. Me- meanwhile, Uma Thurman's over there kissing everybody with yeah. pheromones and making people fight like, Kill- <laughs> like killing weirdos. Everybody. Essentially, the, the whole other like subplot to this is that Batman and Robin <laughs> fight for the duration of this they movie about who gets to have who who gets to be Uma Thurman's boyfriend. He did. He, threw, right. he threw Robin into a bat of yogurt. Which I thought was the funniest shit ever because that was so disrespectful. I was like, if this is going to go the Night Ring route, that definitely would have did it. Anyway, so that's the movies I watched. I will allow for questioning before I start talking about a real quick, 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 quick summary of Spiderhead and the Man from Toronto. I, I don't, I don't have. I mean, I don't. It, it sounds like you had a great weekend. One, two. The I thing did. that is burned into my memory. I saw this with my parents, and like I remember that Robin kisses Poison Ivy, and then yes. like. I don't even know how to explain it. It's like fake skin on he his has, lips. And he had he like a rubber tears lips. it off. Yeah, and like, impossible. He wants this moment to be like a dramatic, I it's got a, you moment. Yeah. Like they're taking off a mask. But it's all slow. I can He's think like, of. It like, is. And I remember my mom saying this next to me. She's like, well, he has very dry skin. And like, I just, that is burned <laughs> into my memory. 
And I was like, that's hilarious. And like, I don't know if she's joking or not, but like it did, it, like it absolutely looks like Chris O'Donnell is taking yeah. off a bunch of dry skin and that's it how did. they got poison ivy. I'm only, I'm only like chapstick. That's a good joke. I I'm, like, I'm laughing because that's the only thing you could, like if you like, it's not clear what he did. Like it no, is like, clear his, what he did. He but did. It's funny. He had, it is, but it's he bizarre. had rubber lips. That's what I mean. Like that's what I mean. Like it's weird. It's so weird yeah. that if you had a hard time following, and there's a lot going on in this movie, like <laughs> yeah. visually, or like a children's you, movie too. It's weird. I mean, it was designed to sell toys. I mean, that's like all right. it was. So. It sold I'm pretty sure that's the reason I like it, by the way. And I'll, <laughs> but like my mom said this just like as a side <laughs> comment. She was not trying to get a laugh, but it's the only thing I can think of now. They had a fight before that. They had a little argument. He was like, I need yep. you. Mind you, I just I, one more thing about Batman and Robin. Batman never learns his lesson because no. they're sure the picture and, and the writing is so bad. It, it's not George Clooney. What it is is the oh, writing. Oh no. And and the writing is so bad because Alfred is basically telling Bruce, like, you need to trust because that's family. And like basically right. trying to tell him, I'm not gonna be here always. He then Bruce then tells him, "Well, I trust you, Alfred." And Alfred is like, "Did you miss everything I just fucking said to you?" And well, then he tries to use that same logic on Robin of like, "We gotta trust each other. We're partners." And blah blah blah. Anyway, that's yeah. Batman and Robin. Spiderhead. All right. Really good movie. I would okay. recommend it. Um, this was like the yeah. one time I've watched two back to back Netflix movies. It's been a while since I've yeah. been on Netflix. Yeah. Spiderhead. Real quick synopsis. Really good film. Um, it's really about like the scientists and, you know, um, that he goes in there and he's, you know, he's testing on these jailers and stuff, but it's not what yep. you think. It's a more free flowing um, yes. jail and they are volunteers into this being subjects into testing this thing. Um, it's Chris Hemsworth. Um, it's Miles Teller. There's a lot of actually great, I think, actors uh, and actresses in this movie. And, yeah. and uh, Journey, uh, Journey Smollett. Smollett. Thank Smollett. you. Smollett. I couldn't remember her last name. Black Canary and Harley mm-hmm. Quinn and. Uh, on the uh, that movie, but yeah. uh, yeah, but good. It was just it's it's a really good movie. If you were wondering if you should watch it, yes, it has a good premise to it. Me and my mom were actually talking about it, and we both really enjoyed it. Um, nice. It's interesting to see yeah. the depiction of how you view the villain because I viewed him one way. My mom then explained to me in a different way, and I was like, "Oh shit, maybe I need to rewatch." Because oh wow, I didn't see Let's, that at first. I we're not spoiling this one, so I'm gonna talk to you more yeah. about that. Oh yeah, my- I would I would love to. Maggie and I watched it last night and I ate it up like it, it's it's I would almost say it's cerebral almost. Mm-hmm. OK, um, OK. And uh, if you like Black Mirror, this is your jam. Like, just don't even think about it. For and sure. honestly, this I'm this could have been in theaters. Like, I know mm-hmm. like the, that quality drop off isn't really a thing anymore with our current climate of streaming. But like like this is if you the subscription is like what it's like 16 bucks a month right i'm trying yep. to remember the Netflix, something right? like that like this is worth your 16 bucks a month if you're going to the movie theater yeah. and you bought a ticket um or whatever like this is worth it if you watch the one thing on netflix this month it, it's worth your subscription because yeah. it, it's i think it's good also chris hemsworth like he eats this yeah. up it yeah. is so much fun to see him in this yeah yeah it's totally worth a watch i agree yeah, for sure. Thanks for that. And then um, the man from Toronto. If anybody was worried, like I was, that Kevin Hart was going to be too much in this, don't be, because I was really <laughs> concerned for like the first thirty minutes. I, I really got this thing. No offense to Kevin Hart. Go ahead, get None. your bag, brother. But I can't watch every single Kevin Hart movie because it just feels like Kevin Hart being Kevin Hart. There isn't a lot of distinction yeah. between the characters he plays. 
Um, I have I have still some unresolved issues from him from a Netflix special I watched him in. So oh yeah, yeah I can understand that yeah. too. Yeah, he's, yeah, he doesn't have the cleanest of yeah the way he. That's a whole different thing. The way he well, goes about the whole other bag of people, bag but, of dragon tricks. Um, you know, the, don't worry about it. This movie does well in bringing in um, Woody Harrelson. Is it Woody Harrelson? Yeah, I think it yeah. is. Woody I'm looking at the list right now. Yeah, Woody Harrelson. Thank you. Um, and Woody Harrelson does well at balancing Kevin Hart um, out and and the antics and stuff like that. I would shave if I could. My one critique is I would shave about 15, 10 to fifteen minutes off of this film. Okay, because it, it just okay. felt like too long in certain areas. But other than that, I think it's a fun it's a fun journey. I almost could have seen this in movie theater in the movies. Um, yeah, it could have it did well, but I'm, I think I liked it more because it was on Netflix. So that sure. is Spiderhead and the Man from Toronto and the Rabbit Hole I went to. Fantastic. Well, I appreciate you sharing. And uh, it, at some point in time, we will have to dive into both the Kevin Hart stuff. And then we'll also have to dive into how um, Batman and Robin was eventually <laughs> going to lead to um, a Superman Batman team up movie that oh, just yeah, never golly. got produced. Yeah. So because yeah. that was, if anybody's seen those images of Nicolas Cage dressed as Superman, that's, <laughs> he was he was auditioning. Yeah. He was auditioning yeah. for the Joel Schumacher like world's greatest detectives yeah. type stuff that he was going to end up doing. So, I don't even think oh, he was man. auditioning. I think he got that motherfucker. I think it was, I think it was a screen test. For, it was, it was a screen it. test for sure. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the yeah. suit was good though. I, I kind of dig the suit. Yeah. Our next partner has a product I use literally every day. I started taking AG1 because I really don't like taking uh, a multivitamin. I always feel like I have to take six or seven different pills just to make sure that I'm getting a complete picture of vitamins and nutrients that I need to take on a daily basis. And it made it really easy and really simple to ensure that I was getting all the necessary vitamins to stay healthy and on top of my game. So, what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging, all of the things. I personally consume this because, as I mentioned, it is hard as a dad when you're constantly on the go to make sure that you're getting all your vitamins and nutrients and minerals, all the things you need to stay healthy and to keep showing up for your family. So it's really easy. I take it right away in the morning, right when I get back from the gym, and it really makes my day so much better. I also love the fact that it is super easy to bring with me uh, because, you know, travels become a new thing, especially now that the pandemic is kind of shifting into a new phase, and I love that I can bring it with me. I really appreciate the fact that it contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything, while still tasting good. I also really appreciate the fact that it costs them less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit um, and that is something really hard to find. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com emerging. Again, that is athleticgreens.com emerging to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. 
The gentleman. I, I, yeah, go, please, Doug, move us. Please. I'm going to try and pivot us on out. But, gentlemen, we were blessed with a pick Absolutely from our Patty graced. family, uh, graced, to watch the 2018 movie The Meg. Um, starring Jason Statham. So if you've seen this, this is this is what that image That's is. That's a dumbass poster. Um, yeah, <laughs> you can already I, tell how Marcus is feeling because yeah. somebody was there's somebody in a. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Sorry. Well, it doesn't make any sense for you as a man who has not finished the like last third of the movie. Oh, way to call me out, you motherfucker! Not, wow, not, 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 to, not to air your dirty laundry, wow, but for dude. me, that that made complete sense when I saw it. I oh, like, okay. oh, yeah, okay, that's that's okay. It's, yeah, okay. that's brutal. Right. I'm but, brutal, man. I don't mean to. I don't that mean was, to be savage me in this situation. But, no, uh, no, no, do it. I, I had one job and I didn't do it. <laughs> Also, Thanks. since you just listed all of those other fucking movies you watched, and That's then you're true. like, I didn't finish this one. <laughs> like, like, I mean, it's not like you didn't have the time. Uh, <laughs> Uh, hey, that's fucked up, but it's also very true. That's very true. You got me. You like, got me. Hey. I, I gotta help my guy here. Like Busted. mimic, mimic was a photo finish for me when we reviewed that. Mimic I was, was watching I mean, that on my phone, like in the bathroom. Like yo, I was like, I, I gotta finish this movie. We've we're all, talking we've about all like done it. Yeah. This is. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not innocent in this. It's no. just. It's no. Just, no. You got me. That was a good. That was funny. good. I deserved all of that. That is very true, y'all. I yeah. watched thirty thousand movies except for the one I needed. To. <laughs> <laughs> but gentlemen, we need to talk about the Meg. And so, Marcus, would you care to like set us up the first half of this barbershop summary, and then Brian and I can take the rest home? I mean, sure. If you, I mean, if you want to, let's tag team it. Okay, so here's the thing. There's a big-ass shark, all right? Big prehistoric shark, all right? Yeah. But before that, there's this deep-sea lab? Deep-sea yeah. yeah, deep lab. lab. Yeah. Is lab the right word? There's, yeah. It reminds me of that old um, Cartoon Network TV show on Adult Swim. Where they sea Lab 2021. Sea Lab 2021. Yeah, you knew exactly what the hell oh, I was man. talking about. I know exactly. That show was so fucking hilarious, and I shouldn't have been watching it at my age. But anyway, oh, there was uh, it was not appropriate for me. It either. was not appropriate. No. Um, so there's a big dinosaur. There's this there's that dinosaur. So basically, it, the movie kicks off with Jason Statham ball-headed ass, right? Which I love, and I love Jason Statham since Crash. So that's just me being funny. So it started off with his ball-headed ass, and he is like a diver. He's a professor, he's a diver who goes and rescue peoples and all this other stuff like that. Starts off with him in the ship, and he's trying to rescue his crew. And something happens that throws him off from rescuing eight of the crew members. He saves 11 of them, but then something happens while he's trying to rescue the last one where he has to shut the hole. He has to shut the um yep. Whatever the thing, the latch, the Shut submarine. Shut the hatch and drive off. Hatch. Shut the hatch and drive off, right? Thank you. This guy knows submarines and stuff. So he shuts <laughs> the hatch and he drives off. And they call him a coward. So he retires from being a submarine person because he was like, he's trying to tell him there was something down there that fucked us up. There's a reason I didn't save it, bro. Right. So they call him a coward, um, one of the crew members, and they say, no, this guy, all he does is drink, and he didn't save his people. He's trying to tell them, no, there was something down there. They don't believe him. All right, fast yep. forward. They go to this lab, um, and there's this big rich guy. There's a rich guy named uh, by played by Rain Wilson, who yep. is, yep. you know, he has all this money. They go down. They talk about all of this life that they discover in this thing, and it's this beautiful, like, deep underwater lab that you can see out of and see all the whales and all this other stuff. It's beautiful yep. stuff, right? And they yep. do all these missions, and they find this what do they call this it's a cloud it looks like a cloud and it break it's a barrier between I, uh, yeah it's the best way i can describe it is like 
there's the Marianic Trench, which we is we understand to be the deepest part of the ocean. What mm-hmm. they're saying is, is that like what they, we believe to be the ocean floor isn't actually the o- ocean floor, but a buildup of chemicals and temperature yep. temperature pressure where you could push through it if you wanted to. Okay. Yep. That, okay, that's really smart. Did they explain? Yeah, that that's already? actually really concisely done. Yeah. But they good. did. But it's one of the things I'll talk about later in my <laughs> list of bad, which is the science jibber jabber that they just don't give a shit and throw at you whenever you. Oh, want. it's all so technical babble. Yep. So basically, they break the barrier, right? They break the seal. They go underneath it, and they find out. Oh my God, there's life down here, and everything is like amazing, and we did it, y'all. Like this is crazy as hell. So um, what you don't know is Jason say the ball headed ass. His ex-wife is in the ship with two other people, right? With yep. Toshi and the wall. And so they are down there. They're going back and forth and then they run into the big ass shark. All right. The shark comes in and it, it fucks up the ship because it's attracted yeah, to the light. And they then end up stuck down there and they don't have anybody who's ever like dove. D- Divin? Dovin? Dove. 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 I just had a brain fart. Um, no, they have crying. a. Uh, they've never had somebody who's dove that deep before, but they need to go save him. So they go to Jason Statham. They're saying, no, don't get him. He's a coward and he's a liar, blah, 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 blah. And he's a drunk. So then he goes, apparently his alcoholism is over just like that. Cause he, I oh, guess he yeah, he can turn that shit drinking. on and off. And he goes yeah, to the that, doctor that. and he, the doctor tells him, you're as healthy as a Right. And so right. they go and he then has to go save them, goes down in there. They go and they save him. They bring him back up, but then Toshi ends up dying. Okay, cool. They get back to the top. There's still a big ass shark. All right. So then they, they battle back and forth. The shark is hunting them now. Now the motherfucker sees the lab and he got through the trenches because of a vent. They bust through the vent. He goes in there. They see him. Now they're being hunted by the shark. They go above water. They think they kill the shark. They kill a little baby shark. He's like, man, these teeth marks don't match up. Next thing you know, a bigger ass shark comes out of the water to eat the dead shark. I don't even know why I did that. So then it ate the dead shark and fucks up the ship. Then they were stranded in water. And that's kind of where I paused and started podcasting. I mean, that's, you know what? To be honest Honestly, with you, there's really not much else. That's left. pretty much the here, movie. here. Let me take it home. <laughs> they they end up like luring the shark to a beach full of swimmers, um, which oh, I okay. have. Yeah, keep going. And and essentially, this shark just goes on a feeding rampage and eats just everybody um, on oh. <laughs> on the beach. Yep. Um, but then they have this like sub submarine battle with the shark and then yeah jason statham's like you know the 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 love interest goes and saves her daughter and then Bing jason J- J- jason is left to essentially That's the actress's name fight the shark right. yeah it's bing bing lee bing, yep. bing. bing bing lee yeah so anyway so he ends up fighting the shark they end up killing the shark and everybody goes home happy and they drink champagne on a yacht the end yep Oh That's well, it. I'm not gonna finish this movie now. Well, no, I, mean, it, I mean, the 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 shark eating people sequence is cool. Like it's I've, funny, it's fun. So yeah, um, but yeah. So gentlemen, thoughts on what you enjoyed, or just thoughts in general about uh, the Meg? This movie's annoying as hell. I'm just getting right <laughs> to the front. Okay, and here's why. Here's why it was annoying to me, Marcus J. Destin. Right? Okay. Hey, I'll start by saying this. I don't. From what I've seen so far, I don't know where to put this movie. It's not bad. It's not great. It's just kind of like, oh, okay. You know what I mean? It's just there. And it's like, if you really wanted to watch something without you having to pay full attention to it or something like that, this may be that movie. The acting in it pisses me off uh, because it's like, good Lord. But here's what really made me upset. (laughs) Jonah. I think I know. Jonah, who is the guy who does all the deep diving right jason statham yep yep jonas he said jonas sorry 
He okay. says, I saw something down there. Okay, so then they say, you're a liar, motherfucker. And he was like, okay, cool. But I saw something. And he was like, no, you're a liar. He's like, all right, cool. They then, his ex-wife and them is in the tube, and they say in the radio transmission, yeah. Jonah, Jonas was not lying. He was right. telling the truth. Okay, cool. So then we go fast forward a little bit. <laughs> These motherfuckers still say, you're a fucking liar, Jonas. Why? Yeah. why? We waste 10 minutes. It's like at least five yeah. minutes of Heller, fake ass like Dennis a... Quaid looking Heller guy, is like <laughs> going back and forth and Quaid. saying Jonas is a liar and he's a coward until he <laughs> saw the shark for Robert himself. Taylor. Like how many people yeah. like did it take for them to prove that Jonas is right? So that's why that movie was pissing me off because yeah. he saved the lady. He saved Bing Bing. And <laughs> yeah, it sounds bad name. when I say it, but that's her name. I promise. That's her, her name. name. That's one hundred percent her name. He saves Bing Bing, and she was even mad at him. Then she goes back and apologizes. But I was like, "You're mad because he saved you, and then you're gonna call him a liar and say he's a coward because you didn't do all that you can to save Toshi. He lost one motherfucker, right? Diving at eleven thousand feet. So that was what pissed me off. Yeah, really quickly, I realized I didn't give you anybody actors in this name. I, I was going to say something. It's 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 thrown. Really glad, guys. I feel bad. I apologize. No, don't feel I, bad. We're doing it now. Me. I kind of jumped right this. into the hatred. No, that's so okay. somebody needed. No, no, no. To. That's okay. Jason Statham uh, plays Bonus Taylor. Boy, Bing Bing man. Lee plays Sue Yin. But again, I got to bring this up. Everybody, if you go to the IMDb for this movie. Bing Bing Lee is listed as Bing Bing Lee as Su Yin, but in 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 quotes as Lee Bing Bing. Yeah, I, I guess she has a different it. stage yeah. name. Yeah, okay. All right. Um, and then Rain Wilson is in this, and he plays Morris. Cliff Curtis plays yep. Mac. Um, Winston Chow plays Shang. Um, Shua Shua Sophia Kai plays May. Mai Ying, which is the daughter the to daughter. Su Yin. Um, she was Ruby... fun. She was great, yeah, she was, by the way. Yeah, she was, good at, she was a good young actress. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, Ruby Rose is in this as Jax. Which Paige. huge surprise. I did not. I kept doing this with her the whole movie. I was like, what do I know you from? Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> and then I just didn't well, look that it up. Woman. I think that yeah. happens. That, yeah, the Batwoman. Also, she also seems like a... <laughs> she also seems like a person that was photoshopped into this film. Like a little bit. didn't necessarily fit with the rest of the cast, but it was like, mm, how did you get here? Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, I get that. I and then why. I don't know. Paige Kennedy plays DJ. Robert Weird. Taylor plays Heller, a.k.a. fake ass Dennis Quaid, which is the only way I'm going to know him now. <laughs> Discount De- not not Di- Dennis Quaid. Discount Dennis Quaid. Um, Jessica McNamee plays Lori and then Masai Oka plays Toshi. Um, and then the guy who plays the wall has a super Norwegian name. So I'm going to, or Icelandic. I don't know. It's one of the two. Um, it's Olafur Dari Olafsson. Um, so that is super, 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 uh, upper, upper part of Europe. Um, and then, uh, the budget for this movie was 130 to 178 million, give or take. And it's box office gross gross was $530.2 million. Oh, that's not bad. No, I, it's, great. it's a box office. It. That's a success. What do you think the yep. money went into practical effects or no, that money went into shark. Okay. You think so? It had to go into, I think what it probably went to went into was, shark and then all of the like underwater sea lab scenes Probably. that's what i w- I was gonna say i think all the water in this like because mm-hmm. it just i don't think it's actually like time and re- I, uh, let me rephrase that i don't think it's actual like physical resources mm-hmm. but like from reading 
from reading stuff about production with water, if you have to reset a scene, it's like Ooh, murder. Be drain it and start over. Like if you have someone dry right at the beginning of a sequence and then they're wet, you literally have to wait for them to dry off or like you have to get a whole team of people there to get, you know, get them dry before they yep. restart Ooh. the scene. Or if Pain they're like nice. all the way out from the boat, you have to get them back. So like the reset and it's like a really volatile filming environment. Yep. Yep, absolutely. That sounds like a pain in the ass. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, all right. So, back to things that we sort of enjoyed, or just thoughts on the Meg in general. Um. Brian, uh, Marcus was telling us how annoying this movie was. Brian, thoughts on the Meg? So, uh, this is going to connect. My wife loves shark movies. She loves mm-hmm. dinosaur okay. movies, and I feel like this has become really relevant in the past three weeks because we watched Jurassic World Dominion. Very true. Um, and when this movie first came to HBO Max, like she told me, she was like, "Hey, did you know the Meg is on HBO Max?" This was like over a year ago, and I was like, mm, "No thanks, I'm gonna go." <laughs> <laughs> and Maggie's like, "Okay, I'm gonna watch the Meg." No and thanks. She enjoyed the hell out of herself cut to me last week friday and she's like hey do you have to watch anything for the podcast i was like i do we have to watch the meg and she's like oh you feeling smart now so anyway (laughs) she enjoyed the fact that like i had to watch this movie after she had gracefully offered to watch it with me she did excited and because she's my amazing wife she watched this with me because one she's nice but two she also genuinely enjoys sharks okay Uh, so i got to watch this with her which was really fun um and this just honestly it just kind of feels like jaws but like make it 2010s honestly yeah like that's the only thing i can really say about it like it scratches your shark itch uh the the performances are good enough to get you where you need to go the special effects are fine like it scratched my starfighter itch a little bit because like I mean, those little bubble pod yeah. subs, they're yeah. like maneuvering and getting out of the way of the yeah, shark. And I was point. like, I can do this. Like, I dig it. I like this. Uh, yeah. And the finale, like, I just kind of laughed out loud. Like, I was like, there's no way this is like in any way serious at this point. Because like, yeah, there's a point like where Rain Wilson. I Well, spoilers. I don't, I don't think anybody cares. But, like when when Rain Wilson. Dies, I'm not done yet. Okay. Well, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> I mean, you know, uh, but no, when Rain Wilson dies, when they're trying to lure it, it was like after that point of the movie, they're like, wait, okay, the stakes are gone. All right, let's have some fun. Like, it just, it, it was just silly. Yeah. It was a silly shark movie. It, you yeah. get what you pay for. Do y'all like shark movies? Like, what's your favorite shark movie? I guess if you have to, is it just Jaws? How many? No, I'll be honest movies. with you. I think my favorite shark movie is Deep Blue Sea. That's a good I was one. gonna say I really like Deep Blue Sea. It's and it's kind of crazy, but I like it. Yeah, like, it's, yeah, yeah. I like it. Yeah, I, I vote, the, but I like I, the original Jaws too. Like Jaws is just a, such a classic movie. But can I say yes. something? I yes. hate yeah. Jaws. Oh, okay. I, I, hate, I, I don't like. I don't like any of them. And I've seen one and three. I don't think I've seen two. Yeah. Oh. But I just didn't like any not there was nothing that was appealing to me for it to be as big of a deal as i think it was i think it's more the time frame and the fact that the like i think for me let me put it this way i think deep blue sea is a ton of fun like deep blue sea is just such a fun movie like start to finish um it's it's full of like kind of craziness but i think the reason why jaws will always have a place is in in my like list of shark movies is because one 
the shark was like real. That's a robotic shark that they built and like yeah. someone puppeteered to do oh, all yeah. the things that they needed to do. Okay. And yes. two, I just think it was, it was so well, it was just well done and it's a Spielberg movie and it's just, he did such a fantastic job with it. Like, and the shots and the fact that it was made in the mid seventies is pretty impressive. Uh, yeah. That's not an eighties movie. That was all done with what was available in the seventies and to create something that was still scary and still mm-hmm. like, generally watchable was pretty cool that's an okay uh, i i think for me like jaws i enjoy jaws but I, i've only watched it a few times and i respect yeah. it like i understand why it's kind of like a before and after period for a lot of movies so i respect it for that yeah um but it like for me there's some pacing stuff and maybe mm-hmm. that's because I don't know. Maybe that's because it's just not my vibe. I, I have a hard time catching that slow buildup vibe when it's like, yep. I want to see the shark, but like, so it's kind of a horror movie in that respect, but it also rides that wave. Uh, anyway, uh, that's for a film class. My favorite shark movie though, is the shallows uh, starring mm. Blake lively. Um, oh, sure. And it's oh, basically, shit. I haven't seen that one, but I know just Blake lively performing like against the shark. And, it, and it's, it, I'm having a hard time describing why I like it so much, but I think one of the reasons is like it, you, you talk about all these shark movies and it's like armies of people going up against a shark. Mm-hmm. And here's this character who's like, I just want to surf on the beach. Oh my gosh. I can't get back to the beach because the shark is going to kill me. The tide is rising. And what am I going to do? And it's just her. Yep. Like it is just her. And I found that super compelling. I also really like the color palette in that movie. Really like what they do with the blues and the reds. Anyway, I'm getting off track. Uh, no, yeah. that, no, that no. was a question. But no, you're right, Brian. But you're right, Brian. Every other shark movie is we need ten people, <laughs> and by the end of it, five that need that I are mean, going to end up taking down this shark. Right. It, I mean, even in Jaws, it's like no one's going to help us. We'll do it ourselves. You have like a crew of three, four people. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah, okay, yeah. I don't well, know. And, um, and this movie definitely acknowledges the fact that jaws was the og like that whole line that statham says at the end that says like take this you son of a bitch like that is a the original line from jaws is smile you son of a bitch like and that is that is a like hey see what we did there yep you pick it up what i'm laying down like yep and that's this a homage it might be a homage (laughs) i would say it's an homage i also have some questions about production for this because the chinese government was heavily involved in the making of this movie and so i don't wonder if maybe they were like hey over here we love jaws so if you can work in this like jaws line yeah you should do that that's such a weird that's such a random request I mean, it is, I but it, I it also it. isn't. I, I, I believe you. No, that's got to be from somebody on a writing or production staff. Oh, of yeah. just like, oh, we got to do this. But right. yeah, it was very clearly Chinese financed, which I want to say, this is not a bad thing. Oh, no, no, like, no. I'm not you, digging at it at all. It's, no, the comparison I'll make, and I told this to Maggie, it's like when you watch Transformers and you're like, it is very evident part of the U.S. military paid for this or like was consulted. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, especially Transformers 2, which is like a U.S. Army propaganda ad. Anyway, moving yep. on. Um, yeah, but like even that stuff, though, it, was, it had such a light touch. I didn't care. Right, like, right, 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 right. Yep. I, yeah. it, 
I, it, you could just tell this was like made for international audiences in mind, which is why I wasn't mm. super surprised about the 500 million number because they're not just playing us here. I mean, they're playing China, us, like everybody Everywhere. over. I mean, like, I mean, cause none of it is anchored. To, also, if you notice, none of it's anchored to a country. The only no. reason they bring up the Chinese military is because they're in the South China sea. It's just where yep. they located the movie, where those sharks are or whatever. Um, which yeah, I think other, is super smart. They're yeah. trying to do the fast and furious method with a shark mm-hmm. movie, which I don't blame them. That probably made someone a lot of money. Yeah. I also tried to rewatch Fast and Furious 9 this weekend. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't finish it, though, for what it's worth, because I couldn't get through it. Wait, oh. is that the most recent one? Yeah, it's on HBO Max. Nine. The oh, nine. I, I can't remember. The nine. Thank oh, you. Nine. Yeah. I immediately yeah, remember now. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that, that's something. Yeah, I... I will say I did. There are pieces of this movie that I really enjoyed. Like there I did are pieces. Watch every single movie except for what you. I was just gonna. I didn't want to say it. I was just gonna try to move past it because I've already shamed you publicly. I'm so sorry. I, I really watched everything under the sun. No, you know what? You know what though? There's something to be said though about a movie where you're like, I'm gonna literally, literally watch all these other movies before. That's how I felt about. That's how I felt about Jungle Cruise. I didn't give a fuck really? about Jungle Cruise. So I did not want to watch sure. Jungle Cruise. I had Excuse missed my window yourself. to see it in the theater, and I was like, God damn it, I don't want to do this. Like, Have you, you did not see Jungle Cruise. I did, but it was like I watched it in the middle of the day to try to work it in. <laughs> Oh, that's why you didn't like it. I do. I think I do remember that. Yeah. You, you did need to experience I, that in the theater. I was Man. laughing about the. Anyway, let's talk about the men before we start talking. About, let's not pull a Marcus I, on this I, podcast. No, I really and talk do about I mean, everything other. No, okay, I, the feel like, I feel like this says something about this movie, though, right? Because I, I fair, agree. fair point. The, the way that this conversation is going, this movie it catches your attention for a little bit, right? And it and it does what it does. I think well, the graphics they never threw me off. Yeah. Um, the visuals were good. The visuals were good, and the and the acting I said was like it, it's kind of tough in areas because sometimes they feel like they're over acting yes. and yes. over they, being like becoming these characters. But yep. sometimes it had my that attention, and then sometimes it lost me. Like you know what I did in the middle of this? I left to go to a rally. <laughs> <laughs> like it's <I> just, <laughs> maybe I should just leave the podcast. <laughs> I oh still think it's a valid opinion, though. It's a valid opinion. It's a valid like, point. You, it just feels like, like it didn't keep your interest to the no. point that you like literally left. No, like, I think I you have to pay it. attention, like tenant, but also like it didn't lose my attention. Like I don't know, I don't, I don't have a film at the top of my head. Like, but, but like it had me, and then it loses me. But then it, it, yeah. it did just enough. I feel like. Well, and I think the other problem is, is I feel like. I'm look, I am not a Christopher Nolan on this. I think you can enjoy movies on a smaller yes, screen. I agree. But I do think that there's a portion of this that if I had seen it on a big screen with the theater yes, and the yeah, explosions sure. and the thrill, I think I yes. might have w- enjoyed it a little bit more because again, mm-hmm. to Brian's point, like this plays like a Fast and Furious <laughs> and those are movie theater events yeah we're like yeah you can enjoy them and marcus you just said this you can enjoy fast nine at home but you're not going to be able to pay as much attention to it as you would if you saw it in the theater yeah, yeah. which why yeah. i have that same fear for top gun maverick um because sure. I, I was gonna that. i was gonna have it as like a programming event for for the school like well, i'm gonna pay for the rights and then you know yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. 
but I'm afraid that people may not like it as much because it's not in a theater experience. Right. right. Yeah. And right. That, that, I think you're right, though. This movie does the same thing. If I would have seen this in the theater, it would have kept my full attention. One, because I paid and two, because the, the sound, the surround sound, the environment yeah. Yeah. It pulls you in in a different way. Can I ask a question? <clears throat> and I'm going to say this first. I mean, no disrespect whatsoever. Okay. But can no. we talk about Bing Bing Lee's accent? Did her stick with me now? I'm not okay. trying to be I'm, li- I'm listening. But there are moments where I felt like she really leaned in to like a heavy like English with Chinese influence oh, accent. Yes. And then there are moments where she was like, as if it had never been there. Like it, it yeah. I I couldn't tell if it was I kept saying to myself, I was like, is she doing a bit? Like I don't I don't know what this is. <laughs> like, like she's not doing a and then I was like, no, Doug, that's racist. She's not doing a bit. That's how she talks. But there was this like whole thing that I was having a battle while I was watching this movie of trying to figure out whether or not just where yeah. her accent was coming from and then where it went. Anybody I, else experience that? I, I think this kind of goes in. Okay, I'm, I swear I'm not lying. I swear to y'all, I am telling the whole truth and nothing but the truth. I also watched Miami Vice this weekend, right? And there oh is a gosh. scene. In, yeah, I did. I, I watched it, and there's there's this love interest between I forget what the lead's name is. Um, <laughs> it's the guy and the woman who does um, the business, the money. She is a Chinese sure. businesswoman. And there's a difference between her acting and this acting from being. I'm sorry, man. I really did. I mean, it's kind of it's kind of a bit now. It's a bit. I just this is so funny to me. How bad is the movie? Is it Marcus procrastinates and watches every other movie bad, or is it like it wasn't? I'm waiting for him to make his other point where he's just like, oh yeah, because this kind of feels like Lord of the Rings. Because oh yeah, I watched that too. Like it's this point where. Like oh, I, and it's I'm it's so it's coming from I that place. That I was joking. So <laughs> it, it's just so funny because it plays like my children a little bit, where they're like, "Oh, you told me not to do that." No, I was telling you because I already did that. Like I, I'm sorry. I just I'm really, I'm really it's sorry. So I am funny. so sorry. I really You're fine. It's genuinely. Hilarious. I really. No. I wish it was that I was lying, but I really did. <laughs> I, I was watching all of these fucking movies. And I, if you ask me, do I have a life? The answer is fuck no. Like I just sat home and watch movies all day. But like I, I to go back to your question, yeah. oh. I I feel like it goes kind of goes goes back into that overacting that I've oh, sure. before. Yeah. So I don't know if she's like leaning into it, which she could be doing accidentally. I don't know. But I do feel well, what you're saying because Jason Statham feels more Jason Statham-y. He was than like usual. Up 11. Yeah. Well, I so I looked this up because I I was like I had not heard of this actress. Mm-hmm. I, I just want to know what's going on. Like, is she big in China? Like, what what's happening here? And so the summary that I will give you that I saw from Hollywood Reporter, an interview she did. This was like kind of her first big role. Okay, um, fair enough. And so I think that's part of it because if you think about it, like if this is your first big role and you don't have a lot of agency. Yeah. You're kind of just doing whatever the director tells you and you're not you're probably not giving a lot of feedback. So like whatever take you did, they're going to use. And it's right. very possible that she either did it she did it with different accents sure. or 
something like that happened. Oh, sure. She also said that she had, you know, like th this, this was a language barrier for her too. Oh, so sure. like, oh, okay. I think that's yeah. playing into it too. Um, so I don't think, I think it might've been hard because like, if you're building this movie from a consistency perspective, like she could have been doing it a certain way, but then she does a different take and they use that one instead. And for whatever reason. Okay. So I think, I think that's why it was discordant. That's me kind of reading through the lines here sure. um, of what like uh, of what this interview was kind of telling me because I didn't notice it a ton. Um, I'll be honest, I didn't notice it a ton, but at the same time, it like it it I was like I just want to know more about Bing Bingley because mm -hmm. this is a really this is a blockbuster. Mm -hmm. I've never yeah. heard of you. Um, so I think those dynamics probably played into it. No, that I also want to say, I know, like I used to know intermediate French. There's no way I could act and keep the same no. accent oh, trying yeah. to do yeah. a completely different language. So I like, I, yeah. I think that probably played into it. That's, You're, that's my only guess. It was also that the made... last movie she was into as well. Yes, it absolutely was the last <clears throat> one she was in. Which is interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's a great point, Brian. And that makes a ton of sense. And I would absolutely believe that. So yeah, yeah. I, um, I'm glad you provided some of that context. Um, I do want to kind of tell just a little bit of a story here. Um, okay. Because apparently this movie has been in production for about 20 years. That blows my mind. And so, and here's what I mean by that. So okay. I'm referencing a 2018, an August 2018 Wired article. Look at that's this guy. Called, that's called The 20-Year Journey of the Meg, the movie the oh internet gosh. wouldn't let die. So this movie originally had been given to... Uh, had been given to Hollywood Pictures, which was a division of Disney, in 1996. The original book rights were in 1996, and it was written that, by... Say that? I, I don't think that studio exists anymore. It does not. Yeah, it does not. <laughs> um, it, does, it does not. So this wow. movie was written... This movie was based on a book by Steve Alton call uh mm -hmm. just called meg um the book was written in 1997 um and essentially over the course of the next 10 years it had gone through several screenplays it had gone through two different studios and essentially the whole like theme of this was the whole theme of the book is it's jurassic park yeah but it's jurassic park but it's a shark and so essentially, which is yeah so much makes sense Yep. And so the movie originally, the way the screenplay written was, it was beat for beat for the book. And according to the article, it says that it opened up with a sequence set back in the Cretaceous area where a Meg takes down a T-Rex and then it flashes forward to the people like dealing wow. with it um, and kind of giving you all of that type of thing. But this is what's kind of crazy throughout all of this is that the author of the book kept like in touch with like kept in touch with the fans of the book on the internet because that's when the internet wow. started to get big so every yeah. time that there was a major development of it being turned into a movie he would update his fans online and then he would go back to the studio and be like people hate this and so <laughs> like so for example 
Um, this is a quote. This is a quote from the. Um, this is a quote from the from the article. It says, according to Alton, however, the early attempts at a Meg movie veered far away from original no his original novel. Quote: They went through some subpar screenplays, says the fifty-eight-year-old author. I had virtually no input. Um, one particular out there script equipped the creature with wings, um, which doesn't make any sense. Um, and so essentially, the movie stalled because they couldn't make it fast enough to beat out Deep Blue Sea. Um, oh, and then shit. he apparently oh, called, he apparently called all the fans of the movie Megheads. And so another quote from the author, the Megheads are very loyal. He says, I keep them appraised of everything. I answer every email. I make them characters in my books and they are involved as much as any fan base is ever involved. So yeah, that's, <laughs> we just have, have a picture it. of Meg from family guy. Up. That's, I mean, so this, so this is a, so then uh, finally it gets picked up by um, Warner Brothers and they give it to right. the director who also did the two National Treasure movies. And then you are yep. left with you are left with this. So um, I just thought it was kind of interesting that he kept updating his fan base on the like the movie progress. Yeah. Like I thought that was kind of neat. So that's cool. Yeah, you know, I'm not I'm not mad at that. I mean, uh-uh. I don't know. There's I feel like there are people who would have done that to be. They're dedicated to wait till the internet pops off and to see the potential in the internet. Yeah. I mean, you know, that says one thing. And then I wonder what his feelings was when he actually got his movie made. Is it everything that he I mean he said he was happy with the screenplay? Like the article goes on towards the end. It says like he was happy with the screenplay, <clears throat> but he was nervous it wouldn't get done because they had a hard time signing actors, all of the actors to do it. So like they were able to get Statham huh. and they were able to get Rain Wilson. And then he was like, But I didn't hear any updates, so I was worried it was gonna get stalled out again. And then it finally got. I made. wonder who. Yeah, mm, that's interesting. So, yeah. So yeah, I, interesting to take a look at and read for yourself. Um, I mean, he's got to be happy. His movie made five hundred million dollars. He's got to get a cut book. of that. Yeah, for sure. So who knows? I mean, I just this is kind of just a there movie. Like it exists in the background for sure. I mean, I you know I would recommend this to somebody if like they're super into Shark Week. I would absolutely mm -hmm. recommend this. Oh sure, because there's a ton of shark on shark shark action um <laughs> sharks <laughs> i like I, I mean the finale is just so is so ridiculous like the plan i just need to say this out loud it's like okay here's the plan we'll lure it into the shallows and it's like cool where all these people are okay like, that... like well we'll convince it not to be like <laughs> it, like no regard for human life like you it's it's almost no. like jason statham looked on the camera's like you know why you're here and that's a terrible jason statham but like he's like you know why you're here let's you know go why you're here <laughs> what what accent is, is it what accent does he have where is he it's from? british isn't it british is it british accent. yeah it's a british accent it feels like yeah. a very british it's almost but you know um, how like you know how they're like different parts of britain where they're like, oh no, that's not a British accent. That's an yeah. accent from the lower part of Wales. It's like, oh, right? No, <laughs> like <laughs> Americans are British. Is British? British is I do, British. I do need to say this though. Like the thing that immediately made me angry at this movie was like the the midway through the the like the one black actor like is like help me i can't swim and i was like are we are you serious right now like uh -huh. are you serious right now like in the year of george lucas 2020 18 2018 when this was made you're really making these jokes uh -huh. like this is so bad and, then, and in poor taste and awful like this should have never made it 
this should never happen. And then unfortunately, Rain Wilson has to be the savior. He's like, no, I assumed you could swim. Like, it's just like the... That whole sequence, it just fell flat. I don't know. Like, please don't do that. If anyone's listening, don't do that. It's bad. It's not funny. Like, gross. Brian, you left out the best part of the finale, which is in... So after, after Jason Statham like cuts the shark and gives it like a huge wound and with oh, blood goes right. in the water. Okay, yeah, that was and, gnarly. An army of what <laughs> 300 fucking sharks show up and more than I could count eat the bigger shark to yes. death. Yes. Revenge. That's yes, that's how it works. Are you upset? That's... Listen, we can't say anything about that because Jurassic World Dominion is all about good dinosaurs <laughs> oh, versus bad dinosaurs and good sharkies versus the bad shark. True, so, true. Well, just I knew random. that he was going to get his just desserts when he ate the fucking mama whale and the baby whale oh, in front yeah. of them. I was like, well, oh. that's fucked up and here yeah. we go. But I'm yeah, glad yeah. they did do that. They didn't spare them because it's like, no, yeah, I kind of like that. Yeah, that shark don't give no damn. I mean, it's I mean, good if you want to see a movie, a, a man versus a shark. Yeah. Like it was Jason Statham literally versus a shark. He literally got in the water. Like he was a diver. Even... Nobody said he was a fighter. Nobody said anything like yeah. He a good also, we did we didn't talk about the whole like shower sequence which was uncomfortable and forced <laughs> so you remember that shit that was yes. like bing, 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 bing. that's when i knew he didn't have an alcohol problem when i saw him get out that shower i was like there's no fucking way you have a drinking problem <laughs> he's drinking you don't have a six beer. pack drinking six packs all day i mean no i, I don't want to spoil anybody's dream no. dream here but yeah that's not how you do that well, no. <laughs> I think it was so painful because it was so clear they were trying to force the romantic angle of this. And it's oh. like, it's fine. Like, I don't need romantic tension. I, that is just me as a viewer. I don't need that. Not it's my fine. shark movie. Whatever. <laughs> but I understand that, like, you're trying to appeal to a wide base. So, like, it's just so clearly cookie cutter of, like, this meat cute of like, yeah. oh, I went into your room and I didn't realize you weren't dressed. I'm so embarrassed. Ooh, and you look so good. I just like it's just such basic. And they made it so writing. they made it so much worse when she's lurking out of his room. Yeah. When she's just window. hanging out there like watching him. Uh, but also, like, why did they so they didn't have to make the lady in the submarine his ex-wife? Absolutely not. They did not. They and didn't that just need to. Felt so unnecessary. And then his friend Mac comes and Mac tells him, you know, they were the worst married couple ever, right? And she's like, uh, I didn't, I didn't ask, I didn't say anything. He's like, Yeah, yeah. I know. And then they're they're done with that whole sequence. Because every other person who has like a sane, rational, like sense yeah. of like self would be like, <laughs> it would be so inappropriate. Like, yeah, like don't get me wrong, he's he's a good looking man. Mm-hmm. It would be so inappropriate for anything to happen. One <laughs> A shark literally attacked his ex-wife the other day. Mm-hmm. Secondly, she's in the hospital. Get the fuck out of here with that. Like, you yeah. don't need to tell me that I they mean, were a bad married couple. Yeah. That wasn't, it just, I don't know. That wasn't it, for me. I, I feel like that's just, one of those, you either do or you don't moments. Like, yeah, either commit to it and you say he's friendly <laughs> with the daughter, so I guess he'll be a good stepdad or whatever the case may be, I guess. Doug, I don't remember. Do they kiss? No, like, they do not. I kept waiting for they it. They don't? And they do so not. So they don't even, they, like, no, do you know anything how they, with it. You know it. how they kind of kiss, but it, and this feels like a rewrite, like, where she was like, hey, it's my first, it's like my first really, really big, like, leading role. Like, I don't, oh, yeah. like, maybe she was it. uncomfortable or maybe not. Maybe they legitimately don't, but it closed with this, closes with them, like, clinking cups. 
That's it's bizarre. It feels like somebody had written Kiss and they were like, no, yeah. let's have them clink cups. Didn't Pacific and, yeah. Rim in the same way? I feel like Pacific Rim had them both in the shit. So I, watching this movie, I was like, I need to watch Pacific Rim because See? this there are so many similar plot oh, elements. 100%. And by the way, they're all done better. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I think the thing with the Meg, if I'm really like going to get into it and be a, like an armchair quarterback here, they needed to lean into it more. Like, because yeah, Pacific Rim did that. And obviously, it's a different monster movie, totally different premise. But, like, if you're really going to do this, you got to go all the way. Like, you got to make it, I don't know, whatever. The shark's going on land and eating stuff. I don't know, whatever. But, like, they needed, Pacific they needed, Rim works because yeah, it goes they needed that far. A, they needed a trail of dead whale carcasses in this movie. Yeah. It's what they like, needed. Just, just because going for it. The only reason why that they leave the observatory after he attack attacks the little girl is um is because there's a an emergency beacon from a boat that's gotten capsized there's right. no dead people there's sharks that the people had caught right. to make shark fin soup but what you needed was like a oh my god moment <laughs> when they yeah. get out onto the water and right. there is just like a str- like a like yeah. literally a trail of like dead well, fish they that probably had to keep it lake. pg-13 right yeah i mean probably knowing how this is gonna work but yep. yeah you should have there yep. should have been so much more carnage and it felt very much like even the scene at the end when he's eating all the i keep giving this a male gaze for the shark <laughs> even when the i don't know why the even when the shark is eating all these people i keep saying he and there's i don't know i didn't see anything like, <laughs> yeah i was doing the same thing right yeah um and why, so why do i do that why did i do that i don't know it's weird it's it's <laughs> it, it's patriarchy i'm sure male, like um, privilege. <laughs> it's probably what it is anyway like we so the shark ends up like eating people but there's like no blood and that entire beach should be just drenched in in blood from the 40 to 50 people that this shark ate yeah so So. the first shark that they found yeah that they killed was that the shark that was chasing them or there were multiple which shark fucked up the submarine at the bottom was it the smaller shark the smaller meg or the bigger meg you're not you don't really know i I I don't think you're supposed to which is kind of a big moment for this because they kind of were said because ruby rose hints at this she's like well with that vent coming off maybe two sharks got out and they just leave it there i thought they did that well yeah I enjoyed that. Yeah. There was a lot of sciencey shit in here that I was like, uh, "Oh, there was way too much exposition of like, well, when you go below eleven thousand <laughs> meters, and then the heat." And I was like, "Just fucking get to the shark." No, man. what I it what care. it felt like, what it felt like is they wanted like they wanted to be as smart as Jurassic Park and as sexy oh, as the Fast and the Furious. That's and a great way to put this. Like you, like you can you can do that, but. It's called Jurassic World, just the first one. <laughs> um, like you can do that, but the way the Meg does it is like all of that, all of that concentration went into the Fast and Furious piece, and then people forgot there needed to be techno babbling. Like, oh no, there's a vent. It's chilly, and then they they dive, but then there's a, there's two of them, and they eat each other. I don't know. Like that's what it felt like. Also, 
Jason Statham steps into this like I'm your dad role with um <laughs> her daughter like immediately. Like he wastes no it's like this man wanted to be a dad because when weird. he runs into her on that like on the boat to go save his ex-wife, that is like get the fuck out of it's weird. You're talking <laughs> to like some strange kid that you just don't know. I, I yeah. like that a little bit because I felt like she was she was so charismatic. And so smart yeah, that I mean, it wasn't I like agree. a typical kid. So I kind of like, I, I enjoyed that. It's always the ruck. When you look at Tony Stark, yeah. Dr. Strange, and Jason Statham, it's always the rugged <laughs> motherfuckers. Or those other movies that you watched? Yep. Oh. <laughs> Miami, Miami Vice. When I looked Batman at and Robin. Cruise in Mission Impossible 12, the I also watched that. The Mummy Returns. <laughs> For what it's worth, I had a great time. <laughs> I mean, I, th- I think that's... All right, Marcus, I'm, I'm an ass. I finished your point. No, um, no, no. I just, I you you look at like Wolverine and all these, all of these other characters that are your rugged. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. enjoyed when, I enjoy when the rugged figure who is a hard ass, yes. supposed to be the hero, also has yes. a soft spot and a way with children of like, I'm going to okay. ease up for you, but I'm going to cuss out Rain Wilson for trying to hunt the Megalodon. Like, yes. you, you just lost people. Right. So I, I enjoyed that a little bit. That, of all the relationships, didn't feel forced. That's true. That my, was a very natural flow for that's sure. That's actually a really good point. Yeah. But yeah. Well said. Yeah. Because that's maybe that's one of the reasons movie. I enjoyed her performance because it yeah. wasn't forced. She yeah. wasn't an annoying little kid. It wasn't like, like I, I just enjoyed that a little bit. You could tell. I, the... I don't like Paige Kennedy. I'm sorry. Like, I know him I... from social media stuff like he was like he's like a social media star like uh i think really really popular on instagram and he's acted in a few things maybe like law and order some like smaller spots oh okay got it but his role just it was i don't know once again the overacting and over Mm -hmm. stereotypical if you want to call it that i don't know i mean yeah i just didn't enjoy it and rain wilson rain wilson was clearly the audience by some of the comments he was making but it was also a random it's it's random when i see him and i'm sorry but he's kind of pigeonholed for me to just be i just see boy. I saw an interview with him on i think it was either on like tiktok or something else where they were like so how does it feel to be like dwight Schrute? he's like i'm gonna be dwight Schrute until i die yeah. like Honestly, I'm, not, yeah. I'm never gonna be able to stop being yeah. him so yeah that's but, it's all it's all i see a lot but oh, I mean, my, it's, oh, it's my, gosh. oh but, my gosh i i have a breaking news update uh-oh. about the man Meg 2, The Trench, is officially in post-production and slated for a 2023 release. Well, Who's in it? Uh, Paige Kennedy, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Jason Statham's attached. Sienna Gilroy. I don't know her, as you can tell. Uh, Skylar Samuels, Cliff Curtis. I don't know any of these other names, folks. <laughs> oh Brian? God. So, Marcus, start getting your list together of all the other movies that you'd like to watch before <laughs> you go and see Meg Two, and then just have it ready because when it comes out, you'll be you'll just be able to be like, "Oh, I can I can yeah. start my my movie it, my movie screening process now." It is slated for August twenty three. It is it is done like this year. Putting it together, no twenty three August twenty three. Oh, I thought sorry, I thought you meant August twenty third. I was like, God damn, that's very quick. No, it's yeah. it's yeah. it's happening. Like I I can't believe this. That's incredible. I feel like they did another like B movie sequel to this too, because I thought I saw really? when I was looking for it on Prime Video that there was another Meg, um, but I'm I might have missed 
I'm, okay. I'm not doing that right. Make to okay. the trench. That's oh, really Jesus. interesting. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Um, gentlemen, any other final this. thoughts on the Meg? Uh, go it, see it. it I mean, watch it for you still. Yeah. I mean, if you if you like sharks, like I said, if you like sharks, watch this movie. If if you like Fast and Furious, watch this movie. If you like Jurassic World, watch it. But know that it's it's going to lean more into the the dinosaurs than the yeah. than the other stuff. Yeah, yeah. this movie also, is what it says it is. It's a it's oh, yeah. It's this is not tricking anyone. Ass, it's a movie about a big ass shark, y'all. If Enjoy. it's something you don't want to, if you're looking for something you don't want to overthink. Watch the Meg. Yeah, this is it. this is good background. Like if you're do if you're doing a spreadsheet because I've been there. If you're doing a spreadsheet, and you're like I'm gonna die of boredom. Put this on. Brian did say that. He told me that today too. So yeah, like this yeah. will do it. Yep, for sure. Well, uh, that'll do it for the Meg. Um, what would you all <laughs> like to plug this week? Uh, go stream maxed. I was um spent last night up till 2 a.m. listening to how good of a rapper I am, and it just really <laughs> astonished me. And I just was like, God damn, like me and the Lord really be writing this music together, and it's like really a good experience for me. So, um, go stream maxed, go stream everything. Marcus J, De- well, Marcus Destin on all streaming services, you know what I mean? And follow me on socials at Marcus J Destin and let me know what you think of the music, unless it's mean, that's gonna hurt my feelings. Don't do that. <laughs> 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 hey you know what that's true though i mean if you if you got something negative to say you just keep, keep that shit just to yourself keep it to yourself there's unfollow me yeah just that's all you gotta do uh brian what do you have uh yeah i'm gonna uh the love nerds obviously go check out the love nerds look fourth of july is coming up uh, we haven't talked about this yet, but we're taking next week off because we're we're gonna take some time That's off. True, we're gonna we enjoy the I almost summer. Forgot. And, I could uh, watch more movies. We're gonna watch more movies. Uh, we're gonna yeah. we're gonna recharge our battery a little bit because we're gonna go see Thor: Love and Thunder. Yeah. I'm saying all of this because you're probably gonna have people over, or you you know what? You might be invited somewhere, and That's you need true. to take something. I don't care what you were taught or what you grew up with. Bring something, and thelovenerds.com is a great lifestyle blog, and it'll teach you how to make something you can bring. It'll be super easy. Everybody will love it, and they'll be like, how'd you do this? You'll be like, I made it. And then you can like slip in thelovenerds.com if you want, but anyway, there you go. Lovenerds.com. Fantastic. Thanks, uh, Brian. That's a great piece of advice. It really is. Bring something. Like, like anything. It doesn't matter. bag of chips. It could be like, bring something. Ice. 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 I'm, the, I'm like PSA. If you're going to like a summer party in the next two weeks, just bring ice. ice if you're a guest because yeah. people always need ice. That's but also, conversely, I will also say, know when to read a room. And if someone says like they <laughs> don't need you to bring anything, like I know that they're probably <laughs> like, don't push too hard. If you ask three times and they say like, no, like we're mm-hmm. good. Wait, don't wait just show up with shit. Cause it's just going to make them mad. Wait, Doug, do, do you have a story? No, it's just, yeah, okay. that sounded really personal. I don't know. It it's, very, very it's very personal to me because sometimes like I will say to some like people like, Oh, come over. Like, do we need to bring anything? And I'm like, Nope. Just yourselves. That's you're good enough. Like I don't need anything. And then they show up and they leave their fucking chips here that I here don't want. Is. And here then I have to be like, yeah, because fucking Becky showed up and I don't need her <laughs> chips. I told her not to bring anything, and now I'm stuck with them. So now you're stuck with the the pickle chips that no one's gonna eat. I'm stuck with the like, oh, I brought chicken and waffle chips because I'm funny. Like, don't do that. <laughs> um, 
what I have to plug this week, besides chip, besides chip, (laughs) besides chip (laughs) etiquette. Yes, I am heated. Um, is this podcast and this live stream in particular, because the, uh, the production quality is through the roof and we do some fun stuff on it. So definitely check it out. (laughs) Patreon.com slash films in black and white. Follow us on all of our socials on TikTok at films in black and white, as well as Facebook and Instagram, the same thing. Um, and then as we said at the beginning at films in B underscore W on twitter um like brian mentioned we are going to take next week off we're going to take a little time to recover and not focus on podcast stuff um but uh gentlemen we have a three-step process to success and this this process is equally as important because they're not going to hear it next week so uh brian what's our first step Hey, y'all, it's Brian, and I'm going to tell you to read a book. I've told you this before. It's nothing new. But hey, we're talking about going to these summer parties you might be coming up to in the next two weeks. And people, some people aren't good with conversations. And you know what a great way to start a conversation is? Have you read any books? And if someone asks you, you can say yes, and you can start talking about your book. Anyway, books. It's a great social icebreaker fantastic um our second step to success is to drink some water y'all uh it's important that you stay hydrated it's gonna be hot if you are a type of individual who likes to booze it up for the fourth of july stay hydrated because you don't want your fourth of july to end at like two o'clock in the afternoon enjoy the day work some water in there no reason to get dehydrated so just Take care of yourself, and it'll take take care of your body with some water, and it'll take care of you. Um, Marcus, what is our third step? Uh, drink liquor before beer. That'll take you exactly where you're supposed to go. Well, then you're in the clear. So Yeah, drink liquor before beer, you're in the clear. Um, the third step to success is it's hot as hell, okay? It is it so is. hot that we are at two showers a day type weather. Okay? Oh, very confirmed. Close. We're very, confirmed. very close. We are, we are very, like, we, yeah, it's about that time. So you have to wash your ass, okay? You got to find new methods, okay? New rags. Last time, when the last time I told you about a new rag? Now it's a time to go buy another rag. Walmart rags will get it done for you. Just want to make sure you're using the best of the best on your body. Adi, adi. All right? So make sure you are washing that ass. Absolutely. Uh, uh, thank you for joining us for this week's episode of Films in Black and White. We'll be back in two weeks with Thor, Love, and Thunder. Um, but in the meantime, and in in the meantime, and in the between time, uh, stay safe, stay healthy. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all, and we'll catch y'all next week. <laughs>